Coming up, I stayed at Universal's Aventura Hotel, and I have just a couple things to say about it. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 188 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com for your no-obligation quote. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by no co-host. That is right. Rhino is currently out in California, if you don't remember, so he is not here at all. Uh, I believe he's getting back today as of the day that this is released, but that's the best I got for you. And uh, he's been on vacation for a little bit. So unfortunately, that means he was not with me for my stay at Universal's Aventura Hotel uh, on the the night of its grand opening. So uh, this is a bit of a weird episode in that regards because normally we'd both be here to review something we'd never go in and do a hotel review just by ourselves but uh, because of the circumstances uh, his vacation was planned before they even locked in on that exact opening date it just had to be this way so here is the deal for you Uh, we are going to have a, a preview vlog of Aventura that Rhino was actually with me for uh, that happened a couple days before the grand opening. So you'll get to see some of his thoughts of it just based on the preview. But then uh, immediately following that, we'll go into my actual vlog of my stay there. So everything that I experienced uh, from the multiple meals that I had to my thoughts on the rooms, just everything about it. So uh, we're going to do that. And then right after that, it's going to come back in and then I'm going to give my my final thoughts on it. So just to give you a little bit of extra information on it. So Universal's Aventura Hotel opened up actually on August 16th. That was the grand opening day. And if you don't know what it is at this point or you need a refresher, basically it is Universal's newest prime value hotel. That is value pricing in a sense uh, while still being right on Universal property. So Universal's Endless Summer that's being built on the Wet n Wild property right now, that will be the hotel, uh, sorry, Universal Orlando's first true value value resorts with their amazing price points uh, with family suites just like a little over a hundred dollars rooms at seventy dollars but uh prime value that is the same category that cabana bay beach resort is and so that will give you an idea on the pricing uh considering both like standard rooms together with that. So just to give you an example for my room that I paid, I had just a standard view king room at Aventura Hotel and uh, having a one night seasonal rate uh, that cost me $154. So not not super bad. So for seasonal rate, 
pretty decent, obviously. Uh, if you're in peak pricing in the summer uh, over the holiday season, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And then with that being said, too, uh, the more days you add on, the better those rates get. So at only one night, you're going to pay more than you would if you do like a four-night stay. So just keep that in mind. So Aventura Hotel has 600 rooms. 587 of them are just uh, actual guest rooms, and then there are 13 kids suites. So if you have kids, that is an option. In terms of the regular rooms, uh, they have a couple different options with it. They have a standard standard king room. They have a deluxe king room, and then they have a standard queen, and then a deluxe queen. So the queen come with the queen rooms come with two queen beds. The king just comes with one king and then a sleeper sofa. And the hotel is basically in this odd triangle shape that's kind of uh, a little bit fidget spinnerish. If you would look at it from the very top, it's just uh, from the bottom floor all the way to the top, giant glass panels make up all the windows uh multiple dining options we've talked about it there's urban pantry that's on the lobby floor of the hotel right after you do walk into the lobby that has a food hall vibe to it and then of course bar 17 bistro the lounge on the very top floor of the hotel there's a fitness center there's a vr game room instead of a normal arcade the rooms are the most technologically advanced at any of the universal hotels with everything being controlled from an in-room tablet i should say that with an asterisk almost everything being controlled with an in-room tablet Uh, and it's just the entire hotel is sleek it's modern, it's stylish, and it's very neutral. So with all of that information being put out there, we'll go ahead and play the preview and review, and I'll be back. Well, howdy. Craig here along with Rhino. Hello. And we are standing not at Universal's Aventura Hotel. We're actually standing at Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Why is that? Well... It's because we're not quite ready to head over to Aventura yet, but that is our final destination tonight. We're heading over to see the resort for the very first time. I don't know what we're going to see. I don't know either. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, the so, building looks cool from here, all glass. A lot of naked bodies I'm sure we'll see in the future through oh, those windows. For sure. So, I mean, we know that we're going to see some of Bar 17 Bistro. That's oh, I can't the, wait for that. the rooftop bar. I'm guessing they have to take us into the lobby. So that means we're going to see the lobby well, as well as... The side, yeah. No, yeah, but we're going to see the lobby for sure. And inside the lobby is Urban Pantry and among other things. So, I, I mean, we know that. That's all I know for right now and we'll find out. But we're going to take you along for this entire ride of our preview of Universal's Aventura Hotel. Let's giddy up. It's cool. We're inside, yeah. So we are in the lobby. We're technically in the urban pantry section of it, the the food court, the food hall, you might say, uh, with the four different uh, sections open. It's like right behind. You walk right in the lobby, and it's right there. Yeah, and we have the pizza right there. You actually pass through. you uh, You see Bar Aventura, the the lobby bar and then you move past the Starbucks and then right after that you get into the food hall and it is just what, what's your initial thought in here uh, I think it looks really cool yeah it yeah. looks like uh, the men in black building 
almost. Oh my it god! It gives yeah. me that vibe. You know what I mean? Like, it, like they should kind of be playing the theme song as you walk in because it makes you feel like that cool, like modern. I don't want to say retro at all, but it ha it's like it took that aesthetic and then turned it into the 2018 aesthetic. Yeah, no, it's very beautiful in here. So uh, just sleek, modern. I'm really impressed so far, but uh, we're allowed to try some of the food. So obviously we got to get on that. So we'll save the talking for now and we're going to check everything out. We tried all the food. Oh yeah, it was, oh. yeah, nothing bad so far. Yeah. Came out to see the pool area and beautiful. Yeah, very beautiful. So, had a couple drinks. One was good, one was, was interesting. Okay. Yeah. And now we're going to see the rooms. That ended up being a whirlwind tour of the hotel rooms. It was like... Yeah. But they were all very, very well designed. I was, very uniquely. I feel like unique. Uniquely designed. Yeah, especially with the curvature of the hotel rooms. Yeah. Um, I especially liked looking at the iPads that they have in the rooms. They control those were everything. Really, really cool. Yeah, they were. What's it called? Digi Valet. Oh, Digi Valet. I thought she was asking if we valeted. I was like, no. no. I walked. Digi Valet. Yeah, that. It yeah. was. It was super sweet. Um, and from there, we came up to Bar 17 Bistro, and we've just been chilling up here. The views are freaking incredible. Yeah, there's really not, I don't know. It is one of those where you're like, oh wow, we are in kind of a city, you know, because yeah. Orlando's a very low city, so this being one of the fewer taller structures that you can get up to now, and I'm gonna tell you, it, it offers really amazing views into the theme parks, into City Walk, into the other resorts like um, Sapphire Falls, Cabana Bay, and it it really it kind of shows you how far along Universal has come has come in such a short time. Yeah, absolutely. So of course this was just a preview tonight, just a little sneak peek. Uh, Rhino won't be here on Thursday when I come back. I'll be here though. So you'll have to wait for them to hear our actual official review from here. But that's gonna do it for tonight. We'll see you again later. Hey y'all, it's Craig here at Universal Orlando. I'm standing outside. Aventura Hotel, Universal's Aventura Hotel, that is. It is Thursday. It is the grand opening day of the brand new hotel, and I am excited to be staying here for the night. So I plan on eating a lot, I plan on drinking a lot, and I plan on making good use of that bed in terms of lots of naps and just really relaxing, enjoying the entire resort. So come along with me. I'm reviewing it along the way. We'll see how it is. So I got here and I checked in. Process was relatively smooth. Um, their system crashed once or twice, but you know what? It's the first day. Little things like that are gonna happen. I went up and I toured my room. So take a look at that now. Let's go on a tour of my room. It is a standard view king. So I already have it open. Uh, it's not that blue in real life. It is just adjusting for white balance. So as we make it in here, you can see it's a nice wide open room. Very open concept and feeling. Uh, we have the couch right here, which that actually is a sleeper sofa. So it could pull out if you needed to sleep on it. I already did that once and I'm sure uh, I will show you a cutaway of it. But yeah, that's, that's it for that. So 
You can't see me, but I am sitting on it right now. Just to prove it. And it is actually kind of comfortable right now, so I will say it needs broken in a little bit. But hey, any new piece of furniture does. So that is there. I will show you the closet now because it's very well hidden. Hidden in plain sight, you might say. And sorry, I already had to put my backpack up there, but as you see, the iron is there. You have your safe, which is definitely big enough for a laptop and a lot of valuables. Decent amount of hangers, a luggage rack here, your ironing board. Also, your, uh, your bedding for the, the extra sleeper sofa. And back to the regular room, I'm gonna start with the desk area. You have this really cool light that I like. It works as a touch, so it goes up and down, up and down. For those of you listening, it's getting brighter and turning off. Lots of support for your devices, two regular plugs and then two USBs there. We have a Bluetooth speaker that you can connect to in the room. Very basic in terms of the coffee for inside the rooms here. Just a small little Cuisinart, little ice tray. So that's slightly disappointing, but not too bad. You have the room TV and I would say... It's, hmm, I would say it is about maybe a 32 inch. So I'm not good at guessing on this. You would think I would considering how many TVs I have at my house, but it's decent size. So it's not the biggest TV you'll find. It's also not the smallest. There is five spaces for drawers here, as you can see. So they are pretty open from the top. Pretty large drawers as well, so giving you lots of room. Right here's your fridge. And again, decent sized refrigerator. No complaints there. You have a little built out space right there for you. And then let's take a look under the bed. Nothing. So, no room there to store your luggage. Let me just double check right under here. Nope, no room all around for luggage, so you'll have to deal with that in other ways. So over here, you have your nightstand drawer there, and that's nothing, so just a little one. This really is my first time like going through the actual room, besides when I was here on a tour, and I didn't really mess with drawers and stuff, so I apologize for this. So you have your phone right there, which is old technology. Back behind there, you have a couple plugs and a couple USBs. You have your reading lights here, which you can use your iPad, in-room iPad, to turn off or you can still do it the old physical way. Same goes for this lamp right down here. You can go on or off that way, but here's your room iPad. It controls all the technology, and I'm going to explore this pops up and it says your name and your room number and there's a button down there for theme park hours, other notifications, what's currently playing. So you can go to about the resort 
and uh, just scrolling through, you know, you have stuff like a little welcome video. You have uh, another section on Universal, which apparently takes you to the Universal website. Don't want to do that right now. Uh, you have your pull hours and activities guide here. So it shows you that the polls open 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Fitness Center 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. The VR game room 2 to 10 and the studio store 7 to 11. So it's cool stuff on there. Then getting around uh, tells you the property map there, the resort map, buses and walking paths just in case you need it. So lots of cool stuff there. Then as far as the room controls go, you have two options. You have temperature and lights. So temperature, just as easy as it looks here. You go up and you go down. I'm keeping it really, really cold though. That's just what I like. So that's what I'm going to do. So then as for the lights, this was what interested me. Um, I thought it would be uh, more controlled than what it is. So there's two things that go on and off here. There's the reading lamp and then the vestibule. And the reading lamp is a lamp that's kind of in the corner of the room. And the vestibule is over where the sink is and stuff. And then all the rest of the lights by your bed, you control them manually. So just something to be aware of. Uh, and here too, you can also set your sleep mode and when you, uh, when you want to set your alarm to wake up at. So that's pretty neat. Uh, for the, get some lights back on. I apologize for uh, how terrible quality this is. I'm doing my best, living my world. For the TV media, section you have uh, different things that you can control including prime video netflix youtube i always hate logging into these places because then uh, once i do i can never seem to log out completely and people see my email after me so i'm not you can do them if you want but i'm not logging into any of that stuff especially for a one night stay uh feel free to though when you come here uh, for the tv though you click television, and then you have the choice of English or Spanish, and then you have your full list of channels that pops up. So uh, all you have to do is literally choose what you want to watch, and by clicking on that, and then I don't know if the shot's lined up, but I'll try. Wow, you can see then right behind on the TV, it, uh, it will just change with whatever you choose. So... Hey, Men in Black, that's uh, kind of universal-ish. So uh, the response is a little bit delayed, but not enough that it's like, oh, this is all terrible. I never want to use this again. But yeah, it's uh, pretty cool, you know. I can't find the Disney Channel on here. That's, that's odd, but hey, pretty much everything else that you want to see. ESPN, pretty good stuff. Uh, over into the dining, so you have your in-room dining, and that's if you want to have food delivered to your room, so they will just take your order from right here. And then the resort dining, of course, uh, just tells you everything that's around, I mean, even in the parks, and it'll list hours for you there. For services, you can request items right in here, anything you need. 
all you have to do is ask for it here. So let's say I need uh, more shampoo because I'm a hoarder. All I have to do is tell them how much I want, hit submit, and they will bring it up to the room. Then for nothing else for sure. Oh, sorry. Then you have your alarm there too. You also have your tickets there and then car rental if you need that. Internet tools, uh, that's all right in here. Love that the Bible is here and check on the weather. Let's see what it's like right now. Hmm. 30 degrees today. I have a feeling that's in Celsius. And that looks about more right for us. And then right here, place to chat. So if you need to get in touch with the front desk, don't want to call, just chat with them right down there. So that is a look around the in-room iPad. Let's wrap up by seeing the bathroom. We have your sink area here. So the hair dryers down below there, extra toilet paper. You got your place for towels and stuff. And then here is your shower area, complete with toilet. Something that I haven't seen before, and maybe I'm just crazy for it, but you actually turn on the shower over here, even though the shower head is right up there. So that was odd to me, but nice stand-up shower. Zero products, if it focuses. Nope, but I can't get the focus on that right, but I've never heard of those products before. But then again, I'm pretty basic. So uh, if you're wondering how this does open and close, it is a sliding door system. And it closes relatively well actually a lot of privacy so that is it that is my room here at aventura so sorry not aventura aventura it's a hard t so i'm gonna keep exploring the hotel but that's the room and now i'm hungry so i haven't eaten any lunch i want to eat as many meals here today as possible so i'm starting with urban pantry the food hall here which of course has a burger station a roast station a wok sushi sushi station and a pizza station so my first meal i'm going with from the burger station so i chose to get the canyon burger it is uh, a burger that is topped with sweet and spicy peppers, onions, as well as uh, pepper jack cheese, uh, slaw on there, and then it is also topped with lettuce, tomatoes, extra onions, uh, and then served with french fries for $14, uh, pickle on the side, and one uh, dipping sauce along with it, and I went for the chipotle dipping sauce, so I'm going to dig into this and let you know what I think. A couple bites in, and... So far, I have to say, I'm not very impressed with it. Uh, I got nervous when I walked up and you look at the counter. They have a whole bunch of burgers already pre-wrapped and ready to go in a warming station. And they said that they could customize anything and they would cook it fresh for you. Uh, but considering that's how they're all set out like that, I figured that's the way that they're going for, for you to order here. So I just went ahead and got mine from that mix and it's definitely dry it's been sitting a long time it's not cold it's not burning hot either like a new sandwich would be it's kind of right in between the flavors aren't terrible i will say that i think i would like the flavors just 
only if they were fresh. So um, it's a very strange method. I don't know if it's just to maximize their efficiency and cut down on waste. I don't know what, but um, not, not a good start in terms of the food. So it's just very different. At the preview a couple nights back, you know, of course we can all, we don't review stuff at media events because it's for the media. They, they make sure everything is fresh, ready to go, and just trying to be perfect 100% of the time. And the burger we had that night absolutely was. That was the Urban Burger. This one, not, not as much, but I'm going to try a fry now in the Chipotle dipping sauce. The sauce is awesome. I will say that. It's like a spicy brown mustard sauce. And it's very good. But again, with the fries, they were also under the heat lamp in the little station. And they're like half warm at best. And I, you know, I know I took pictures of my food and stuff, but I'm talking maybe a minute from the time that I sat down to the time that I got going on eating. So right now, I can't say I recommend the burger station, which is disappointment because burgers are one of the easiest things to do but I'm gonna keep finishing up see if I change my mind on it my thoughts didn't change on it which that's a shame but it's not gonna be my only meal here just my first of a couple so I'm gonna try multiple out but I'm gonna take you on a tour of the the whole food area and then also the gift shop and the rest of the lobby this is urban pantry here First station on the left is the sushi and wok station. Um, they have pre-made sushi right down there, but then also a sushi station and plate set up so it looks like they will do it fresh. There are the woks back there in action. The ingredients that you get to choose from all along here go into that more when I get that later. Here is the burger station. And this is what I was talking about. Right there. And continuing on. Here is the roast station, but Looks like that will open up with dinner. Here's some grab-and-go items from right here. Including the Aventura mug down there. I'll pull it out later. Yes, I know, that sounded bad. Here is some microwaves and toaster. Get ready. seating area in the back with the giant windows and there's your coke freestyle machines coffee machines and more looping back around you have a bunch of gelato and Italian ice and a pizza station And I guess I forgot about the coolers, so I'm going to walk back there. 
Ouch. Here's some of your grab-and-go items there. Salads, sandwiches, wine. All the way up there. So, that's just a quick look around Urban Pantry. This Starbucks here is just your standard Starbucks. So it's got everything you could expect, including nitro cold brew, which I love. I'll be sure to have some of that tomorrow morning. Let's take a look inside the Universal Studios store here, up front. Got all the Potter stuff, of course. Here is the Aventura merchandise. Got shirts, mugs. Lots of shot glasses. Tumblers. Looping around. Got these hats here. And that's it. Then the rest is just regular Universal Studios merch. Okay, moving through the store. Lots of pins. Beachwear there. Jurassic Park merchandise. Jurassic World. Horse Fast and Furious, Despicable Me, Simpsons, all of the regulars. Here is your check-in area. Then back there is where the store is in Starbucks. Urban Pantry all the way in the back. Bar Ventura. Ventura, I'm going to keep screwing that up all day. And then to the right is our elevators. And here's where they all are. Another set there. Another set here. The elevators, just for your information, there are six of them. And once you get inside of them, you actually have to have your key card in order to get to the floor that you're staying on. So without it, you can't get up to the floor. So I'll take you through more with that in just a little bit, but uh, it's the weather's still perfect outside right now. So I feel like I have to take advantage of the pool area and take a look at it. So let's go around the pool area now. I'm gonna start out here with the seating area. And take a look over on the backside here. There are some games, including pool. It's like a Connect Four, one hula hoop. We got a ping pong table. And then, yeah, foosball. Oh my gosh, that door is annoying. I don't know if you can hear it like I can, but they're working on it. So, let's go into the actual pool area itself. And I'm gonna start in the kids section, so. 
here is the kids' splash pad area. Looks fun. And this here is the easy entry into the pool. That's the full view right behind here. We have the fire pit area. It's not lit up yet. Will be at night, I'm sure, though. To give you a context, there's the lobby again in Urban Pantry. And right up over there, in the way I'm walking, is Bar Soul. That is the pool bar. And it's about time for me to get a drink there. It was hard making a decision at Bar Soul. Uh, when I was here the other night for our preview, we got to sample two of the cocktails. One of them was the Mule de Sol. The other was a Devil's Umbrella. Oddly enough, uh, Devil's Umbrella is already off the menu. I guess the uh, reception to it just wasn't that good. Um, they've got frozen drinks out here, two signatures. Uh, one's called One Fell Swoop. I might try that later. The other is a, um, a gosh, what the, what's it? A spritz, Aperol spritz. I don't like Aperol spritzes, so I will not be trying that. I went with a frozen cocktail, though. This one is called, um, it's called Barrel. It is made with bourbon, then maple, and also grapefruit. So it seemed interesting to me. The, the bartender said it was good, so I figured I'd try it. There's a lot happening there, but not in any bad way. So the, uh, it's obviously melted a little bit. It's very hot outside today. It's in the 90s, so I didn't expect it to stay frozen for very long, but it's actually a really tasty bourbon in there. I forget the name of it. I am so sorry. I'm sure it's flashing to a picture of the menu that shows it all anyways, but uh, the tanginess of the, the sourness of the grapefruit actually is a nice balance to it, and then the maple syrup kind of kicks it up and makes it sweet again, so it's a really, it is a complex frozen drink in my opinion, and uh, I'm going to enjoy all of this, so I'm going to take a break. I earned it, and I'll be back with you for my next adventure here. I checked it out and here's the deal. So the VR game room is their arcade here and it is three VR setups. Costs $10 to play, so a little bit expensive. I'm not trying it. It's just not my thing, but maybe sometime I'll come back in the future with someone who does enjoy it and they will try it. Uh, the fitness center is state-of-the-art equipment, a lot of free weights, a lot of machines, uh, just really big and massive. I can't imagine I'll ever be filled up but I'm really impressed with that. Also on the second floor, there is something called the V-Hub. I found out that that is for international guests who flew over on Virgin. So that's a little perk for you, but I'm going to continue exploring around Aventura Hotel, see what mischief I get into. I wandered up to bar 17. That is the rooftop lounge here at Aventura Hotel. And it offers, as you can see, 360 degree views of everything around the hotel so you've got the universal parks and hotels right behind you uh right under you that is um, volcano bay out one side you can see all the way over to walt disney world you can just see everything it is it is amazing up here this is one of my favorite spots i think it's going to be one of the most popular spots in general it opens up daily at four o'clock so and there is uh, food service up here 
as well as uh, a bar. Of course, you have to have that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be very popular. It's open till 2 a.m. every night. Um, you have to access it via an elevator in the lobby. You cannot get there from any other floor on your room or anything. So you have to go down to the lobby first. You have to check in because if it's too busy, then there's going to be a wait list. And then eventually you will get up in the express elevator, take it all the way up to 17, and you just have these beautiful rooftop views. So I'm going to uh, probably indulge in some more drinks and keep checking it all out. And I'll let you know what I think along the way. I was thinking about getting food up here at Bar 17 Bistro just because the menu is awesome with the bao buns and other very interesting dishes. However, as you can see behind me, uh, one of the downsides of having a completely open air minus a little bit of cover over the, the actual bar and some of the seating area, but one of the issues of being up on the 17th floor is the wind and the rain. And it's, I don't know if it's going to hit the hotel tonight, but it's definitely off in the distance and it's like just a wind tunnel up here. So I'm actually gonna go downstairs and get some food and I'll make my way back up a little bit later and maybe have second or third dinner up here. But yeah, so I'm gonna head back down to the main lobby area to Urban Pantry and see what's cooking up there. Down in Urban Pantry for dinner and the choices for first dinner were very difficult. So. Uh, ultimately, I decided to go with the Roast Kitchen, and that's because it's only open for dinner, so that's a no-brainer. Uh, the choices are limited at this station, but uh, limited in a good way. So they had rotisserie chicken, uh, roasted beef, as well as uh, cedar plank salmon. And then alongside that are the sides that come with it. They had roasted carrots, cauliflower, zucchini, macaroni and cheese, potatoes. It all just looked amazing. Uh, ultimately, uh, based on everything else I'm gonna eat, I decided to go with the chicken and then also I'm having a side of carrots, uh, a side of cauliflower, and a side of macaroni and cheese. And no, I didn't make, like, I didn't choose to eat that much food. A meal at the Roast Kitchen is $16 for the protein plus three sides. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck here. It all looks fresh, it all looks delicious. So let's hope that it's a step up from uh, the disappointing experience earlier with the burger station. I'm blown away by the roast station. That rotisserie chicken was incredible. The portion size alone was amazing, but the fact is the chicken was also just outstanding. It was moist. It was just so well seasoned. It had a kick of citrus to it. Like I'm, I'm just really, really impressed. The mac and cheese was just the perfect amount of cheesiness. Uh, it was also smoky. And then, like you heard me say about the cauliflower, it was spicy, like super spicy, but at the same time, it had a smoke flavor to it as well. So I don't, I don't know how they're roasting it, but just really impressive. And even the carrots just roasted perfectly. Well done, not soggy, had a little bit of a crispness to the outside. Um, just a really splendid dinner. And especially for $16, that roast kitchen is a steal. So. Uh, you go with the chicken, even the portions I saw they were given out of the beef, it was uh, on the on the bigger side, so I think you couldn't go wrong with either of those. The salmon looked excellent as well too, um, you know, a little bit lighter portion with that, but I'm sure it's still really delicious. So 
a nice turnaround for the food as well as my experience right before getting the food. Uh, as I was trying to make a decision, a security guard for the hotel came up to me and told me that I wasn't allowed to take photos or videos of anything in the hotel. And I didn't identify myself as media, anything. I didn't ask for anything special. He just told me flat out I, I wasn't allowed to take photos or video. And I asked why. And he was like, well, we don't allow media in here. It's private property and we get to we get to decide who comes in and who doesn't. I, obviously, you, you saw my room earlier. You know I'm staying here. I paid for the room. No no discounts with it or anything and uh so that was very very awkward ultimately i informed him that uh if there was an issue that i'd like to speak with his manager and i haven't seen him since so i'm assuming that the manager probably uh had some words with him or maybe i'll find them later and i'll have more to update on that but that has left a very sour note uh i'm carrying around one camera and a cell phone nothing that the average person that likes photography might be coming around with. Um, nothing more than that. So just, I, you know, for me, I'm used to it. But I, I've, I've been through this before and it always ends up going nowhere. But my thought here is on the average guest that comes through wanting to document their vacation, whether it's for YouTube, just fun on their own, to have to put up with that when they're just trying to capture their, their family's memories, that's, that's not very, that's not very good. So, uh, so right now, you know, there's been highs and there's been lows with today, but we're going to still go. I need a little bit more of a mood lifter. So I actually might do second dinner right away. I might go to the walk station because I could use some sushi and I could also use some of what they're serving up over there. So, yeah, I'm gonna go do that. Just watch me gain weight today. I am just in pure heaven right now, so I am at the, the walk station with the sushi as well, and uh, I've started with ramen. I mean, I have sushi in front of me too, but I'm gonna start by talking about the ramen, so. Uh, I decided to go with that. You can get stir fry with like udon noodles and all that, but I wanted to go with uh, classic soup style. So uh, first you start by picking your cold ingredients. So there's a whole, whole long bar full of stuff. So I put in things like mushrooms, red peppers, um, spicy peppers as well too. What I believe to be was bok choy, but I could be wrong. Um, sprouts and radishes. Now, there's carrots, there's onions, there's just so, so much there. And then from there, you choose your protein that you want. The choice of shrimp. Uh, I'm trying to read it from far away. Skirt steak, chicken or tofu. I did shrimp. And then you can do it teriyaki or with chicken or vegetable broth. And um, I went with chicken broth. So I thought that would go well with everything else that I put in there. And I forgot for the noodles, you got ramen, udon, or rice noodles. So um, just because I got the peppers in there, holy crap, mine is spicy, but it is awesome. So because you can fill up with as much of the cold bar as you want, um, you can just really make a massive meal out of this. For $15, this is an absolute steal, and it's, it's made hot and fresh right in front of you so there's not a lot of people here right now so I didn't have to wait too long um, but I could imagine this could take a long time on a busier night but 
I'm gonna keep eating and I'll update you on that and the sushi. Ramen is delicious, but I need to get in on this sushi right here. So spicy tuna roll, tuna, red chili, avocado, cucumbers, scallion, spicy mayo. It looks beautiful in every way, shape, and form. So I'm gonna go ahead and dig in and I will let you know what I think of it. I finished up my sushi and my ramen bowl downstairs and I apologize. I did not want to talk about it downstairs just because I was eating at the counter where it was being made and I just terribly embarrassed uh, the, the girl making sushi. Um, you know, it is the first day so we know there's gonna be hiccups and stuff. Well, with my spicy tuna roll, uh, she forgot to put the tuna in it. So it was just all the mix-ins and I didn't even notice it right away. Uh, so I, I had to say something and then she made me a new one and it was fresh tuna, just really delicious. The roll was massive. I mean, it was only eight pieces, but I'm talking eight thick, big pieces. So uh, it, I've eaten way too much today as it is. So, and, and the ramen, once it cooled down temperature wise, it, it was just, it was perfect too. It was, uh, it, it was just one of those meals that hit the, hit the spot perfectly. So, uh, I, I could imagine that being a big popular dish, especially on those colder nights. Once we get into, uh, the Orlando winters, which I know they're not that brutal, but I, I can't imagine, uh, too many things out there better than coming back to Aventura and getting a nice big bowl of soup. But, yeah, so I, I've been super, super impressed with the roast station, extremely impressed with the walk and sushi station and the burger station, man, that just such a disappointment from something that seems to be the most simple. And I, I think it's actually kind of evident because uh, everyone's really excited about every other station, the roast station, like I said, the, the sushi walk station, the pizza station, the burger stations just sitting in the back and no one is really paying any attention to it. And I think I, 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 you know, it's the first day, so I know it's not like words out on that one. Uh, but I think it really is, it's going to be the one that receives some changes first because it cannot continue like it, it did. But um, yeah, so it's, we're getting on, uh, I've been here probably, oh gosh, six hours now. So, uh, actually longer than that. I'm losing track of time. It's been a long day. I also stopped at the pool bar and bar soul again, and I got myself one fell swoop. It is their signature drink from there. And if you give me a second, I will pull that up. So I, I did mention earlier about the Devil's Umbrella. That was that was one of their signature drinks, and that was replaced with the Aperol Spritz. Um, I'm staying away from that again, like I said, but I am not avoiding this other one, the One Fell Swoop. I just have to pull up the menu real quickly so I can remember what was actually on it. And, you know, of course I can't be prepared for anything at all. That would... That would be too, uh, be too smart of me, but, um, I, I know, I know you're appreciating my patience right now while I do that, and I appreciate, I appreciate it very wholeheartedly. Oh, gosh, it's just, why am I not prepared? I'm embarrassing myself now. Okay, maybe, once this Wi-Fi loads now, this is just going downhill for me. 
goodness gracious. Okay, now here we go. The one fell swoop, it's kettle one vodka, ginger beer, watermelon juice, simple syrup, and lime juice. So another type of uh, mule of sorts, uh, kind of like a watermelon mule. And I will say, it's really delicious. And if you know me, you know I have to be in the exact right mood for watermelon, or I think it's one of the most disgusting and vile fruits out there. But tonight, it is serving me well. I don't I think it's also the ginger beer uh, having such an impact on that and the little bit of lime juice. But the watermelon juice definitely stands out, too. It, uh, it, it has that, that simple watermelon flavor to it. Uh, a really nice drink. So $14 for that. Um, gosh, it, it's really adding up today and money too. I just, you know, I'm showing you all this stuff. I, I just want to make sure that you, you know what I'm paying for everything, even though I've kind of uh, outlined it along the way. But so far, the burger was $15 earlier. Uh, the roast station was $17. The wok station for the sushi roll, that was $12. The the actual ramen bowl, that was 15 So after taxes and stuff, $28. Uh, the, the drink I had earlier, the frozen barrel drink, that was... Uh, $14, and then this one, of course, $14 too. And the nice part is they do have uh, annual pass discounts on the food. So if you're an annual pass holder, something to definitely keep in mind, and of course, team member discounts as well too. But yeah, that is, that's it for right now. So I'm gonna be doing more throughout the night, but I'm actually back in my room taking a break currently. So I need to get some work done in other areas and, uh, We'll have to see where I go from there. I made my way down to the lobby, so I am going to continue trying all the offerings around here. One thing I haven't done yet is go to Bar Ventura. So that is the lobby bar. I'm gonna check it out, see if they have any signature drinks here. Just check out the vibe in general. So I'm sure it's gonna be just like the overall atmosphere in here. And that's just really, really chill. So I'm gonna go do that right behind me i am impressed with in here when it shifts to night all those big open glass windows are closed and they're all blocked off with these white sheets around so it gives this place a completely different atmosphere inside at night versus daytime and i'm kind of digging it but i'm gonna go grab a drink Bar Ventura has a whole bunch of cocktails on their menu. Uh, rum Old Fashion, the Spritz that's also outside, Devil's Umbrella, which they took off the menu outside. It's still on here. Julep, Commonwealth, Sazerac, and what I'm drinking, the Resort Tonic. My Aventura. This was a stick there, so uh, $14 for all their cocktails. They do have a couple alcohol-free ones here, too. Uh, then, of course, a whole big beer selection, wine, liquor, all that. It's just a good lobby bar. And, uh, yeah, the uh, bartender sold me on this one. So it is delicious. It's refreshing. Uh, I'm not usually a fan of gin, especially gin and tonics, but I'm actually really surprised by this one. It's refreshing. It's delicious. It's very relaxing, just like the vibe in the hotels. So... I'm going to keep sipping it here and enjoy the atmosphere. I am now back upstairs at Bar 17 Bistro and just 
taking in the end of the night. So at nine o'clock, they start up the DJ. So it's very dark up here and it's very loud, but hey, it's an interesting atmosphere because of that. So uh, first thing I ordered is called a Dew Point Hooligan. So I'm going to try that out for you here. Okay, so I apologize. I have to hold this close to my face because I'm blind at night. Now, this is sake, club soda, simple syrup, lemon, cucumber, raspberry. It's very refreshing and I'm a really big fan of this. It might end up being a little bit too sweet in the long run, but on my first sip, I really like it. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but I'm eating again. So if you count that, I got here at lunch and this is my fourth meal. So I didn't have breakfast at home, but everything I've had is probably like a thousand calories by itself. So I'm just making bad life choices, but I am making the right bad choices. So I am trying the bao buns now. These come uh, three for $12. There's a whole big long list of different ones you can try. We talked about them before. Um, I went with the pork belly bao buns, the chicken shawarma, and then the duck confit. There was also a lamb satay, uh, and then a veggie one that were both very interesting to me, but ultimately, I went with the ones that I think I'm going to be most happy with. So here goes nothing. I'm gonna start with the pork belly one. That is heavenly. The pork belly is spectacular. I'm happy with that. But as you can see now, it is pouring behind me. I need to get out of the way. Rooftop problems. I am slightly more shielded from the rain now. Slightly. I feel like any sudden change in the wind or gust could just spell disaster for me, but that's like when you're on a rooftop bar. But it is really coming down out there right now. It's actually really awesome. But I'm gonna keep on with my bao buns. Next one I'm trying is the chicken shawarma. That one is also incredible. Oh man. It's got this overwhelming curry flavor to the chicken that is just absolutely perfect. But then there's also these pickled vegetables on top that are adding an extra kick of vinegar. But then there's a, a sauce on there that, yeah, I just licked my finger. There's a sauce on there that's balancing it all out. It's really nice, really well done. And now for the duck confit.
duck was a good choice. Uh, honestly, if I had one criticism about it, it would be that I wish there was a little bit more duck in there so I get more of that flavor. The sauce that's on it, kind of taking over a little bit too much for my taste. But it, it's a good sauce, it's just, I really love the taste of duck. I'm a huge fan of duck, so I wish it was just popping off a little bit more, but it, all three choices. Oh, you could not go wrong with any three of these. I'm, I'm telling you, this three for 12 on this, this might be the go-to thing to eat here, if you're especially looking for a light snack, but I'm gonna go on to my Wagyu beef slider though. Just uh, keep doing it before I stop talking and enjoy everything, but here it goes. So this one's $18? Hold on. Yeah, the Wagyu beef sliders are $18. They're served with french fries too. And the flavor is great. Um, just on top is a little bit of greens and uh, mayonnaise and some uh, vegetables. And they just all bring, it's all brought together so well with the, with the meat on there too. Cooked perfectly, not overdone at all, just really nice, really buns together. It's served on a plate with fries. Garlic fries, that is. And if you're a fan of garlic, these are heaven. But the world is ending outside apparently, so I'm gonna enjoy my food while it's still here. So I'll be back later to talk to you. Tonight ended quite abruptly, so. They ended up closing down Bar 17 Bistro basically right as soon as I finished uh, just because the weather was so bad and it's not looking like it's letting up anytime soon. So, hey, timing was right on that and it does afford me the opportunity now to actually enjoy the, the actual hotel room for a little while, specifically the bed. Uh, I've been running around all day. I haven't really had time to sit back and relax in it and... So now I get this wonderful king bed all to myself tonight. Whereas if it wasn't storming, I'd probably be up at Bar 17 Bistro for another hour or so and then probably come back and crash and not even think about how comfortable it is. And I do have to say, it is. It is comfortable. I'm sorry, I have Conan on in the background, so I might laugh a little bit here and there. Um, but anyways, yeah, no, I, I really think the bed just upon first feel here is very comfortable. So I'm, I'm looking forward to my sleep. Unfortunately, because I don't like to keep a lot of clutter in the room when I first get in here and filming and doing other stuff in here, all my things are in the car. And that's not ideal. So I'm going to have to either wait for a while or brave the storm. But luckily the parking garage is just like, right beside the actual hotel so uh it's not it's not the sapphire falls parking garage if you're familiar with all of this area it is it's its own parking garage but it's just about getting to it safely right now so 
I will manage, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be my final time talking to you tonight. I'm going to brave the storm out there, fall asleep, and I will see you in the morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm tired still. Uh, yeah, so slept about eight hours here, and... I'm just, I'm, I'm still exhausted, but that's not a bad thing. It was a long day yesterday, and it's been a long week for me, so. Yeah, not really. Not really taking that into consideration with my whole experience. I will say I slept through the entire night without waking up a single time, so uh, that's good. The only time I did wake up was uh, actually about 6.30ish or so, maybe even 7 uh, my, my room faces east and being on the eighth floor, there's really nothing blocking it from everything out there. So, um, as soon as the sun came up, that was kind of it. It didn't even matter that I had the, uh, blocking shades closed. There was still just so much sun getting through into this room. So if you're someone who needs a perfectly dark room in order to sleep, uh, especially for like daytime naps or just sleeping in in general, do not get a, do not get a room on the facing east. Try to get it facing west if at all possible. Um, like that's a big factor for me. And you know, usually, usually the curtains do a good job of keeping the dark away, but it just, just didn't really in this case. So, hey, I'm up. I've got stuff to do anyways. So, uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, the bed itself. Um, yeah, pretty comfortable. So I don't remember what I said last night, uh, <laughs> and I didn't watch it back. So, um, the bed is more towards the firm side of things, which I, I like a soft bed, not a, a firm one. So, uh, this, this was not the not the most comfortable bed for me, but, uh, it's like, I know personally my wife would have loved this bed. This would have been heaven for her. Um, just, just perfect. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I still managed to sleep and sleep well, but not, not my favorite bed ever. Uh, pillows, nice and soft though. Those were like a cradle for my head and the blankets, that was hit or miss on. They actually kept me pretty cool during the night. Uh, they weren't, overly thick, not very heavy, but, um, they also, like, all the towels, all the, the rest of the bedding, everything kind of feels like luxury, and then, the, honestly, the, the bed sheets feel a little cheap, but at the same time, it, it kept me cool through the night without having to have the air conditioning at 65 degrees, so, Take it for what it is, but uh, no, I got got good sleep. So now I'm going to uh, take a shower and change clothes because I don't want to be walking around smelling disgusting, wearing what I was doing yesterday. Uh, they'll probably have to throw this bed away though, just because uh, how much I sweat yesterday and then slept in it. But hey, that's for housekeeping to figure out later. But yeah, I'm gonna go get cleaned up, go grab some breakfast, and do that. So I'm actually really impressed with the amount of options available for breakfast here at Aventura Hotel. It uh, 
at Urban Pantry, so they have three of the four stations open for breakfast, uh, and then plus Starbucks too. Uh, they have the burger station open that's doing uh, breakfast sandwiches, some interesting ones, like there's a salmon breakfast sandwich there, which I love smoked salmon when I'm in the mood for it, that is. And uh, so that one almost caught my eye, but I don't, I don't know if I can trust the burger station right now after yesterday. Uh, the roast station is open and that's doing your classic breakfast, you know, all the spread, scrambled eggs, uh, breakfast potatoes, breakfast meats, the good stuff. And then the pizza station is open and that is doing flatbreads and breakfast calzones. And I decided to exercise my right technically as a millennial, even though I don't, uh, don't really, yeah, I don't, I don't really belong in that category in my opinion, but I'm doing that by getting the avocado toast flatbread. So flatbread topped with uh, avocado, clearly mozzarella, pesto, pickled onions, uh, tomatoes, and radishes. So I think those are radishes. Someone will tell me if I'm wrong, but I think they are. Either way, go dig in. just living my good basic life right now it's actually really tasty and uh, this one isn't pre-made or anything they're cooking the flatbreads right there for you and they delivered it hot and fresh to the table and I'm enjoying it right away and it is really good I'm really happy with this decision actually so I'm gonna keep eating this and exploring around wrapped up breakfast and I was actually, um, I was actually just as happy as I was when I started. So, uh, the one thing I would say is that, uh, for avocado toast, it wasn't super heavy on the avocado, but the flavor was still excellent, especially the pickled onions on there. Those were just, it it just brought everything together on that. So I was very happy with it, uh. The portion size, it's, I I feel like you could have split that in two and had, you know, had two people eat from that and it would have been a nice light breakfast with that. So that's just my thoughts on it. Um, $12, not bad. So if you consider that you're splitting it between two for breakfast, six bucks a piece, that's a steal. So came over to Starbucks right afterwards to get myself uh, coffee and, um, it's a little bit of a hot mess here so it's i don't think anyone who's working in there has ever been a barista before especially for starbucks a lot of confusion about simple drinks just from hearing from other customers and then even my drink they managed to screw up which was very simple and you've heard me talking about it over and over again nitro cold brew so the drink is nitro cold brew but they put ice in it and I've had this probably 20 times now in my life and never has anyone put ice in it too. It's always just, it's, it's already on tap cold on nitro. So I, I really, I really just didn't feel like dealing anymore with it. So I just took it and left, but I would maybe 
pretty much rethink using this until they get uh, they get a little bit more comfortable in their ways. So at this point, I'm just gonna drink my coffee, relax around property, and uh, maybe have some lunch in a couple hours, and then end my time here at Aventura Hotel. So I'm gonna relax now. I am on my final meal of the trip, so eating at Urban Pantry yet again. Uh, you've been with me through the burger station, the roast, the wok sushi, and then the pizza station this morning for breakfast. Well, I'm back at the pizza station once again, but this time to try one of their actual normal menu item pizzas. Uh, it's all very artisanal, as you could say. Um, you know, they do have just plain cheese on there, but they're all they're all on the fancier side. Don't expect uh, don't expect your average theme park pizza with this. Think more uh, along the lines of Red Oven Pizza over in City Walk if that's what that's what you need to do. But yeah, so I ultimately decided to go with the prosciutto pizza. Fifteen dollars for all the pizzas. Um, I went with prosciutto because it's actually one of my favorite pizzas anywhere I can get it. Uh, this visually it looks amazing. Nice big perfect slices of prosciutto, uh, plenty of arugula just scattered all throughout the pizza, and then big hunks of melted melted cheese on it. So again, visually, it looks amazing, but it's not about what it looks like. It's about what it tastes like. So I'm gonna go ahead and embarrass myself by eating on video for the upteenth time this video. Okay, it's excellent. Um, yeah, the good salty prosciutto is balanced off very nicely with the cheese. Uh, and then the arugula adds that crunch to it. So I wouldn't say it's my favorite prosciutto pizza I've ever had, but it's, it's definitely good. Um, but I'm gonna keep chewing on this and I will give you my thoughts afterwards. I think I kind of know where I'm leaning with this one, but I wanna sit and think about it for a while, so I'll be back. I finished about half the pizza. I'm not eating any more of it, so it is it is good, but I'm just so stuffed at this point, I don't think I, I need to be doing this to myself anymore. Uh, I've had way too much food over the past couple days, and some, some has been good, some has been bad, some has been right in the middle. Uh, overall, I'd actually put the pizza, now that I'm really sitting on it, I put it right in the middle. Um, it's, I personally prefer red oven, and if it came down to convenience, and you just wanted to stay at the hotel, grab a pizza, I, I don't think you're doing yourself a disservice by getting it, but uh, if you have the, the time and the option to just head over to City Walk, whether you take the bus, walk, walk to Sapphire, grab the boat, I would rather, I, I would rather you go to Red Oven, they will make a superior pizza for sure. So, uh, still not a bad deal, but there's better out there on property. So, I have to recommend doing that. But uh, yeah, so I've now eaten everything at Urban Pantry, with the exception of the gelato and desserts that they have, and I'm just not really interested in it. So I've been looking at it 
over and over, just thinking about it, and it's, you know, ice cream is so, it, everything with this is subjective, but ice cream to me is like one of the most subjective things in the world, kind of like, kind of like cookies. Everyone has their own favorite chocolate chip cookie, and with the same going for ice cream, everyone has their own favorite uh, form of ice cream so uh, there's just there's just too much there for me to sit down and actually be like okay I'm gonna choose the right flavor and in the right time do I want the gelato Italian ice it's just too much for me right now I've had a really long day I can't handle much more of it so you've seen everything else and I'll sit with it a while and decide where Urban Pantry sits with me as well as Bar 17 Bistro and then the hotel in general but that's it for my coverage from here. So um, I am going to be done now and I will share my thoughts more on it later. So I'm going to conveniently head to the elevator that's in the lobby that takes you directly into the parking garage that I did not know about yesterday when I decided to never go to my car to get my stuff to sleep in. So uh, now that I know how easy and convenient it is, I'm gonna head that way. I'm gonna be out and that ends of my time at Aventura. So thank you for following along with me on this one and I'll share my thoughts here. Okay, that was a lot of fun. So now that I've put a couple days in between my stay at Aventura and and when it actually happened, I'm, I, I think overall I'm just not as happy about it as I was when I was staying there. I'm not I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm not saying that this is a bad hotel at all. I just think it appeals to a very, very specific group. Um, and that is, I would say, uh, maybe the millennial generation, if I had to put it in terms like that. I'm thinking uh, definitely young couples without kids or, you know, even, even on the young younger side um i I really don't want to get in trouble with this i I don't see anyone uh anyone who's in the age range of like mid to late 20s through uh all all the way up into their 50s 60s i don't see how they wouldn't find some appeal to this resort but i the part i want to drive home is the family friendliness of this resort yes there's the pool there is a very pathetic kid splash pad area that i you know, it it doesn't even qualify as a really good uh, a kids play area, especially compared to some of the other hotels. Um, it it doesn't have any real recreation for kids. Like the VR game room's great, but it's very expensive, and it's not just as it's not as accessible as a normal arcade, even for that fun. Uh, look at the dining uh, bar, seventeen bistro. I feel like kids might get bored up there. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of pretty views and stuff, but it really is about the food and drinking up there. And I, I don't really see that appealing to a lot of kids wanting to hang out with their parents up there. Same thing goes down in the food hall. While there are options for children, and I think a, a lot of varied options at that, it's really with like going with the walk and sushi. That's You're appealing to people who have... Uh, a little bit more of an adventurous palate because even like the burgers weren't just your plain standard burgers they they were a little bit kicked up the the roast station's pretty accessible the pizza station is too but um it's it doesn't feel like it's at all catering to kids it's more it's more giving options for kids and families who are coming in there so 
this I would not say this this resort is family friendly by any means, but I also wouldn't say that you you're gonna have a terrible time if you if you bring your kids here. You're probably not going to. You're gonna find things to love about it. I just think that something like Cabana Bay still holds a little bit more appeal or Royal Pacific or Portofino or Hard Rock, really. Any of them except for Aventura or Sapphire Falls. I would say those are the two most uh, not so kid friendly in my viewpoint. I don't have kids yet. So I, that's I'm just basing it on what I see at the resorts and how I know I would have felt as a kid walking around there. And that's where I get that opinion. When I have kids one day, I'm sure it'll change a little bit more on that. But uh, it is what it is right now. Uh, in terms of the food and dining, again, I it's I think there was definite winners, and then there was some definite losers in there, and some some right in the middle. And I, I think ultimately it comes down to the price point of of the food versus what you get from it. Uh, it I wouldn't say that they had bad prices for anything, but some some of the items were just a much better deal, like the bao buns at three for twelve dollars. That felt like I was getting what I paid for. Uh, same thing went with the ramen that I had. I felt like I got my money's worth out of the roast with the roast chicken and the three sides. A hundred percent, I got my sixteen dollars out of that. But then when you look at things like the pizza. A little bit overpriced. Burger, not worth anything for it. And the sushi was right on the level there. And with the, the sliders up on the top floor, even that you could you could make an argument for because it is a it is a special kind of beef that it deserves the bigger price point. But ultimately, uh, it was, you know, it, it could fill up someone who doesn't have a massive appetite and other people would be like, okay, well, there were three cute little sliders and some fries, but I'm still hungry. Uh, ultimately, you know, that just that comes down to if you feel you got the value out of the food. Uh, most of the time during that stay, I felt like I was getting the value out of it. Other times, not so much. Uh, the rooms, again, I I felt were comfortable. Just uh, the the key term over and over again. Everything's just so neutral and and modern and i don't i don't find that to be uncomfortable but i just could have used a little extra pop a little extra theming uh like i had some of the comms uh issues with the the bed not not so much that it was too firm for me or anything i know again that will it'll sink in with time but just it it could have been slightly more comfortable to me right off the start but uh being a boutique hotel that's usually that's usually one of the things I go for. It's a, a mixture of comfort and style. So uh, it's, it, it felt like it had the right general idea of where it was going, just not the full payoff. Um, and it, that's so all that being said, I, I think if I was, if I was staying at this hotel in any other city, if I was Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, any any massive major city i would be giving this hotel just the highest praise just you know saying eight or nine out of ten in terms of uh price point and then comfort and and all the amenities with it absolutely at universal orlando though i just don't feel like it matches up when you have some of these amazing hotels like cabana bay beach resort at the same price point right next door just 
doing it way better or even the luxurious Portofino Bay, even though that's not my favorite resort, even in the top, I, I can still step back and be like, okay, there is a, a clear difference. And I know there is also a double the price point on that, but there's not there's still no reason why you can't give that same sense of luxury and style and value with it. Uh, it just, th- there was something missing for me in that, uh, in terms of on Universal Orlando property. Again, anywhere else but Universal or, or Walt Disney World, I would be like, this is a great hotel. You have to stay there if you're coming into town. At Universal, though, it's just not my highest recommendation. I don't think you are going to have a bad stay there if you choose it. And if you're in that target millennial age range that I said, uh, young without kids, just looking for a nice place with uh, with a lot of comfort, a lot of technology, and then some varied food options, plus Bar 17 Bistro's view, this is definitely a place for you to check out. But that's my full thoughts on it. And if you want to read about my thoughts, instead of just seeing that, of course, you can head over to universal.wdwinfo.com and find my review article on that, as well as uh, some other thoughts on uh, what happened during my stay. So that is going to do it for this episode. I can't thank Rhino today, but I'll just thank myself for being here and being a part of it. So, of course, if you need any extra information, head over to disunplugged.com. That's the home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplugged podcast network. Uh, you can find links there to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. And, of course, a, a link to our email address, podcast at disunplugged.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. Leave comments down below. I want to read them. And, of course, you can always share it if you so choose. And make sure you're subscribed. If you're listening to this on iTunes, go ahead and rate and review us as well as make sure you are also subscribed so these episodes get downloaded as soon as they come out. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much to everyone out there for listening and watching. Do it for you because I love you and I will keep doing it over and over again. So thank you very much. Uh, We will be back with you next week for another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still have not changed the name.